Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Wavebreak Podcast. I'm Dylan Kelly, founder of Wavebreak. We help Shopify stores stop leaking revenue with done-for-you email marketing. Here on this podcast, every week, I interview people behind the top Shopify stores and services and apps, and I get them to share their secrets. If you're enjoying the podcast, subscribe on iTunes or sign up for a podcast email list in the show notes below, and you'll get an email every time a new episode drops. This episode is brought to you by Wavebreak, my e-commerce email marketing agency that works exclusively with Shopify stores. Now, if your email marketing isn't on point, you're leaving lots of money on the table, not to mention how time-consuming it is. So head over to wavebreak.co to learn more about how you can hire an expert to take your email marketing completely off your hands. You'll stress less, make more money, and save tons of time. Go to wavebreak.co to learn more. Now, today on the show, I want you to um, do this for me. Close your eyes right now. Unless you're like running or you're on a bike or I don't know, if you're driving, definitely don't close your eyes. Uh, But if you're sitting down or it's safe to close your eyes, close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes. We're going to go into a little meditation. No, just kidding. Uh, But I do want you to imagine something. I want you to imagine accidentally deleting a key part of your Shopify store and not being able to fix it for days. What impact would that have on your business? Financially, uh, customer, as far as customer relationships go, like what impact would that have on your business? How much revenue would you lose? How many customers would never come back? That's what we're talking about today. Today on the show, I'm chatting with Mike Potter, co-founder of Rewind, a backup and recovery service for Shopify. He's an expert at something that nobody really talks a lot about in the e-commerce space, which is data loss and the importance of backups. And in this episode, in this conversation, Mike shares, number one, why you need a backup to your Shopify store. Hint, Shopify does not automatically back it up for you, and we get into the details of that. Number two, how to make sure a Shopify app is safe to install. They're not all safe right off the bat, and you have to be very careful of which apps you install and what permission you give. Um, That's not to say there aren't safe apps, but Mike gets into the details on why you just need to be careful and be cautious. And the third thing is the cost of not having a backup. We quantify it, like how much money would you miss out on if you don't have a backup in place? Like if you were to accidentally, for example, delete all your blog posts and you just lost all your organic traffic. Like what is the impact of that on your business? We get into the details of that. Now, without further ado, let's just hop into this conversation. It's a good one. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get right into it. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Mike. Yeah, thanks for having us, Dylan. Really appreciate it. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about something that nobody is really talking about in e-commerce or in the Shopify world, and that is data loss and the importance of backups. Now, I know you have a lot of experience with this. Before we get into the juice, um, what's your story, Mike, and and what are you working on now? Yeah, so we started Rewind about three, just over three years ago. Business partner James and I were, um, you know, we had worked together a couple years before and and wanted to do something together. And 
I suggested backups. And, you know, he said, well, what do you want to back up? And, you know, I suggested Shopify. You know, we're in Ottawa, they're in Ottawa. And that would be a great sort of, you know, way to maybe even get an interview there and potentially get a job. And so he said, well, I think you're crazy. Like Shopify is in the cloud. Why does anybody need a backup? And the more I researched it, the more I realized, you know, people really do need a backup. There's instructions that Shopify had on their um, on their support site that talked about how to back up your store. It was, you know, 15 or 16 steps manually. And I said, you know, we can we can automate this for people. There's there's clearly a need because they've already written a support document for it. And so we launched it three years ago. Um, and first month, you know, we had 50, 60 installs and it's, it's grown, you know, all the way from there. We're a team of 15 people now and looking to grow to 20 by the end of the year. Wow. That's awesome. And wait a second, hold up. So you're telling me that Shopify doesn't automatically back up my store and I could just lose everything. Yeah. So that's a good question, right? And that's the one we get all the time is doesn't Shopify already do this? And so Shopify does have a backup of Shopify. They have a backup of Shopify at a at a macro level, right? So disaster recovery, if something happens to Shopify on a global scale, they will be able to recover your data exactly the way it was before that problem happened. There's no question about that. So, you know, in the cloud um, and something happens to Shopify, you know, something happens to their data center, for instance, they can certainly make sure that your store is up and running uh, the way it was before that problem happened. What they won't do, though, is go into that backup to recover one or two pieces of information just for your store. Um, And so if you have a problem in your store, you know, a product is deleted, blogs are deleted, um, an app goes in and and causes some issue, or a developer that you're working with um, maliciously goes in and deletes all of your products, you can't call Shopify and and have them recover that data for you. Um, they'll they'll actually tell you that you should have had Rewind installed before the problem happened. And so that's sort of the difference between what we provide and what Shopify provides. Shopify has a backup at a macro level, at a disaster recovery level for the entire service. And Rewind is a backup for individual store owners um, to back up their data and make sure that they can recover that data if something happens to their store. Gotcha. So if it's Shopify's fault, they can recover my store. But if I mess it up myself, they can't access that backup for me. Is that right? Yeah, they won't they won't go into their backup and and recover that data. So, you know, you might there's a lot of reasons why you might um, end up with some problems in your store. Right. So one is um, and I'd say the majority of the cases that we see is probably human error. So, you know, somebody goes in and accidentally deletes a a blog post. So I got an email this morning. You know, we ask all of our customers, why did you install Rewind? Got an email this morning. Oh, my husband was in working on our site and he accidentally deleted our blog posts. Perfect. Okay. So, you know, we can we we can help you recover that data. Um, Another one I had was an app uh, accidentally deleted the products um, in my store. You know, we've seen that, especially when apps are integrating multiple services um, syncing data between two different services, sometimes those cause problems. Again, that's something that we can recover from. Um, sometimes we'll see problems caused by, you know, importing CSV files, uh, editing themes. I think the funniest one I ever heard one time was a guy, uh, who told me that his cat had jumped on his keyboard and, uh, edited his theme file and then I guess saved it automatically and, um, and totally messed up his store and, and he didn't know how to recover it. And so those are sort of things that, um, you know, that, that we're able to help you with is those problems that are affecting your store only 
and not the service, not the Shopify service as a whole. Gotcha. And, and one thing that I think I might have heard this right, but like, so you're telling me that even when I go to install a new app, I could, and I don't delete anything. I don't accidentally delete a blog post. My cat's not hopping on my keyboard. Even if I'm just setting up a new app, I could potentially lose files in that process. Well, yeah, the apps that you install, you know, you need to be careful when you're installing those apps. So the apps go through a vetting process from Shopify, right? That, that there's no question about that. Um, they go through and they make sure that those apps are behaving and that they're safe to install. You know, we always recommend that people do their own investigation as well and look at, you know, how many reviews does the apps does the app have, right? If you're installing an app with no reviews or one review, you know, be very, very careful. If you're installing an app with, you know, hundreds or thousands of reviews, especially from a trusted brand, you know, like I think of like a MailChimp uh, or a Clavio or um, those types of brands, you know, that is obviously a lot, a lot safer and a lot less risky. Um, the permissions that your those apps are requesting, you know, you should look at that. When you go to install that app, it tells you, you know, this app will have permission to manage your products, manage your orders, manage your customers, etc. Well, does the app need those permissions, right? If you're installing an app that you expect to only be modifying your theme, it shouldn't be asking for permissions to modify your products or to modify your orders or read your customer data or anything like that. So, you know, look at the permissions that those apps are requesting um, and make sure that the permissions make sense for the app that you're installing and, and that they're not overreaching in what they should be asking for. Um, other things we look for or we tell people to look for, you know, does it have a 1-800 number? Are you installing an app from a single developer um, or are you installing an app from a real company? Right. Do they have a 1-800 number that you can call? Do they put their address on their website so that you know where they're located? Is their team and their team photos on their website so you can see the people? Can you connect with those people on LinkedIn? Like just some basic sort of security measures before you install an app, because, you know, those apps that go through that process. But, you know, updates happen on those apps and, and sometimes bugs get introduced into those applications and and things happen that the developers weren't intending to have happen and and yeah that's when you know depending on what permissions that app has it can cause serious problems to your store um if if you haven't you know done your research and and the app has a problem right yeah no that's really good advice what's the saying it's something like an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure yeah exactly yeah yeah so take the time take the time to really vet those apps you know like i i think um, you really do need to be careful when you're installing apps that the app is trustworthy and that it should be, uh, it's safe to be installed and, and do just a little bit of research before you install it. Obviously, you know, I'm not recommending you, you don't install apps. I mean, clearly, you know, the app store is a tremendous success. There's, um, you know, thousands of applications that are on there, uh, very, very high quality apps that very, very large businesses, including, you know, a lot of your listeners are using to run their business and, and they couldn't run it without it. So, you know, it's certainly not the case where, you know, even the majority of those applications, um, you know, are going to have problems. But, you know, when somebody requests access to your, you know, to your store, to your business data, um, it does, you know, it, it should require you to just take a minute and say, hmm, you know, do I trust this developer to have access to all the information that they're requesting? Yeah, totally. And this is something really important that nobody is talking about. People just trust the app store 
and install like oh this is a new like i feel like apps are like i don't know it's like you're walking to the store it's like oh this looks cool throw it in the cart um (laughs) add it to the store but really like it's potentially um like worst case scenario you could really mess up your entire store which is why it's really important to number one have a backup and number two to vet those apps and I, i really like how you said that because i feel like too too often we just automatically trust the apps because they're already in the app store and we think oh you know shopify did their job like they don't want to lose me as a customer i pay two thousand a month for my shopify plus or whatever um but the truth is you know those apps are made by humans too and they could also mess something up yeah and, and and they do review them and they do a great job you know reviewing them you know we've worked really closely with that team um you know we're we're good friends with people who are on that team and they do a great job it, it's not that you know they're not reviewed um but you know it's like you said it's to me it's just common sense you know if you're running a business especially a business that is making you know millions of dollars um you want to make sure that the people that you are partnering with that, you know, you're working with are trustworthy and that um, they're not going to do something that's going to cause your business any damage. You know, the other, the other way that we tell a lot of people to do this, and we have, we have another app um, that we built called replay. And what replay really helps with is, is that sort of, you know, development staging production type workflow. So if you've got a store and it's on Shopify plus, you know, you really should have a second store for a staging environment uh, or a development environment. And that's where, you know, you can test out some of these apps. And, and so you should never really install an app first into production. You should always have a, a testing store that's available, ready to test an app, test the integration. And obviously, you know, you want to make sure that your data in that testing environment, in that staging environment, is as close to production as possible. And so one of the requests that we got really, really early was, you know, can I back up one store and rewind it into another? Like, is there a way to clone a Shopify store basically to make sure that, you know, the data matches from one to the other? And um, and we originally built that into rewind. We've since split it out into its own app replay. But that's another way that you can um, that you can vet whether an app is is, you know, going to cause your store any harm. Um, at least initially, is to you know install it into a into a staging store, run it in that staging store for a while, and make sure that you know you trust it before you're putting it into production. I really like what everything you're saying so far. Um, I really love how you're talking about like oh it, it's your business, especially if you're doing millions of dollars through it. Like you should be paying attention to these things. You should be really thinking about like okay, do I want to give this person permission to access my store? Do I want to do this? Because really, you're not bulletproof. Um, and I like how you're taking things to the next level with even like testing it, like test it on a um, a clone of your store. I think that's awesome. Like speaking, like kind of <laughs> rewinding a bit to um, the backups, like what are the chances uh, of something going wrong? Like, is this something that like you, I mean, obviously you, you talk to a lot of people who have been in a lot of situations. Like, is there anything that's like super common that you see happen uh, over and over again that people should be aware of? Like when they're editing things um, or just like in general, like people mess up a lot and you should back up your store for these reasons, that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, so CSV importing, right. Is, um, is one place that we see, causing a lot of problems. Um, and I would say that, that that crosses over to any platform that we're backing up, not just Shopify. Um, but anytime, you know, you're dealing with a, a CSV file and it needs to be encoded in a certain way 
uh, quotes need to be here. Quotes need to be there. You got, you know, insert another row to do this, et cetera. Like, I, I find the CSV stuff is, is kind of difficult. And so we often find that customers um, cause themselves problems by, you know, incorrectly formatting those files and then, and then importing them into their store. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs, this might surprise you, right? But they work late. I mean, they they work all the time and they're working when they're tired. Um, and so a lot of it is human error. It's just, you know, people email us and they're like, yeah, I did something stupid. I was working late and um, I accidentally deleted the wrong blog and it deleted all my blog posts instead of the one that I was supposed to delete. Or I made a change to my theme. I don't know what happened, but now my store is broke, right? We had one customer who who changed um, the word cart, like in the action when it says, you know, add to cart, they they changed the action from cart to chart. Like that's all it was. It was just literally adding the letter H. And all of a sudden nobody could add any products to their cart anymore. Um, and she, you know, it was, it took us, um, you know, very little time to basically compare the backup that we had to the active um, file and say, oh, you know, here's your problem. You, you accidentally added this letter H into your file and um, you should be good to go now. So little things like that where, you know, humans go in and make mistakes. And, and like I said, it's a very, you know, sometimes we'll see apps that, that do cause problems. It's mainly when data is being synced um, from two directions um, and, and that causes problems because that's, you know, kind of a hard thing to do. Um, most of the apps, I would say, uh, are well-behaved, and, and that's definitely not the majority of what we see. I think the majority of what we see is um, is human error and, uh, and, and just people making mistakes, you know, working too late, um, getting tired, and, and doing something that they shouldn't be doing. See the occasional um, customer that's working with a developer, third-party developer, or business partner where the relationship goes bad and and people maliciously go into stores um, and and oh, cause yikes. problems. Um, I'd say that's rare, but but we have seen it. I mean, we've you know we've had over thirteen thousand installs of Rewind um, since we started, so we've certainly seen a, a large number of uh, very uh, strange scenarios. I would say that that aren't necessarily common, but we've we've probably seen the majority of anything right now. Yeah, I bet. Okay, so now that we know some things that that could go wrong, like besides the obvious, um, like for example, you know, you lose all your data. Like, what's the cost of not having a backup? Like, if my cart button isn't working, you know, like what what's the cost of that? And yeah, things and like so, that. So, you you really need to do the calculation from a from a store owner's perspective, right? And to say, okay. Um, let's say something happened to my store. Well, how much money are we making? You know, on a daily basis. Um, what is the cost of obviously those lost sales, right? I mean, so you're going to lose those sales. What is the cost of potentially losing those customers, right? So if you go to a store and, uh, and you know, you try and access it and the, the store doesn't work, I mean, you're going to switch to another, to another brand. You're going to try and solve the problem that you have and buy whatever it is that you need. Um, how likely are you to return to the store that had a problem in the first place? Um, you know, I, that varies depending on what business you're in. So that's something to consider. Um, the first time visitors that are coming to your store as that problem is occurring, um, you know, you're losing them as potential repeat customers as well. So those are the sort of things that you need to think about as a store owner and say, okay, um, what is what is that cost? And and what is the likelihood of that to, to come? And then what is the cost of a service like Rewind that's going to 
um, protect us and make sure that if we do have a problem, that we can recover it as quickly as possible and get our store back up and running so that, you know, we can reduce the number of sales that we lose. We can make sure that those customers are able to order whatever it is that they're coming to order from our store. Right. And and if your store doesn't work for even a day and you're doing, let's say, for example, 10K a day, you're screwed. Um, so speaking of that, like what's the easiest way to prevent all of this from happening? So we talked about how to make sure Shopify apps are safe to install. Um, like how often should we be backing up our store and what's the easiest way to do that? Yeah, well, I mean, so obviously we're heavily biased, right? I think uh, the easiest way to do that, to back up your store is to install Rewind. I mean, that's when we first started Rewind, we said, you know, we're going to take a manual process that Shopify had of listing out all the steps to back up your store and automate it. And so we've we've really focused on making it as easy as possible to use. You know, there's no settings. You don't determine how often the store is backed up. You don't determine where those backups are saved. You, you have no settings that you need to pick. You can't pick, you know, what we back up and what we don't. We, it's as easy as possible. Um, if you know if you've used a Mac, we've we've modeled it after Time Machine on the Mac, where you just set it up and it starts backing up your store and it's going. Um, for most of our customers, we're backing them up um, in real time. So as changes are happening to all to their products, um, anybody that is not on our free plan, we're backing those products up in real time. So every change that's being made to your product is generating what we call a version. So you know, so we have this history of all the versions of the changes to that product. Um, how often you should be backing up your store? I mean, it really depends on how often your store is changing and how valuable the data is to you um, and, and what your risk tolerance is to losing that data, right? And and so that changes, you know, for every store owner. It's hard for me to answer. I would say at the very least, you should be backing up your store on a daily basis, um, especially if it's something that's undergoing active, um, you know, active development. You've got, you know, orders that are coming in on a regular basis, maybe writing on your blog, attracting traffic that way, maybe editing your pages, you might be optimizing your theme. Um, you know, if you're doing that sort of thing, you're selling products on a regular basis, you should be backing it up likely daily so that you don't lose any customer and order information. Um, you know, stores that are that are less popular could probably, you know, be backed up uh, once a week. But, but generally, um, you know, with Rewind, you don't have to worry about that. It is it is backing up your store ongoing as it happens. Um, as the changes come in, we back them up um, and we back up things that uh, that would otherwise take you, you know, a considerable amount of time to to back up manually. So, you know, think like things like meta fields, for instance, where you, you can export an ex- you, you can export your products from Shopify. Um, and, and some people do that and use that as a backup. But that doesn't include any of the meta fields that any of the apps that you've installed um, are using. It doesn't include the collections and where those products are going to go if they come back and get restored. So those are the sort of things that, you know, using a backup tool like Rewind can help automate in case you ever do uh, run into any problems. Absolutely. And um, yeah, so you've, you've shared a lot of great information on, on why you need to back up your store, how to make sure Shopify apps are safe to install, um, how to test apps on your store to make sure everything's not going to get messed up, the cost of not having a backup. As we wrap up here, now that we know the importance of backups, where can we go to learn more about you and Rewind? Yeah, so you can go to uh, rewind.io. Um, to learn more about Rewind. Um, so we back up not only Shopify, but also QuickBooks Online. Uh, the vision that we have for Rewind, you know, in terms of what we're working on 
next, um, we're working right now on proactive notifications. So, you know, we go back to this one customer that we had a few years ago that had all of their products deleted just a couple of weeks before Christmas. And and they contacted us and said, you know, can you rewind our stuff? And, and we did. We, we recovered all their data. Um, but we thought, why did he have to contact us? Why didn't we contact him since we knew those products were deleted? So that's what we're working on now is proactive notification. So that if something does happen to your store, we're reaching out to you proactively and letting you know, hey, did you know that, you know, all of your products have just had um, have just been deleted or the majority of your products have had their prices slashed by 80 percent or 90 percent? That's the type of stuff that, that we're working on um, next for Rewind and getting past, you know, backups into actively monitoring what's going on with your store. But uh, you can certainly install Rewind from the uh, Shopify app store. Um, you can go to the apps.shopify.com uh, slash backup. Uh, just do a search in the app store for backup as well will be the number one result that comes in. Um, and uh, rewind.io is where you can learn more about uh, about the tool and the other platforms that we back up as well. That's awesome. Well, hey, thanks so much for coming on the show, Mike. You shared a lot of great information about the importance of backups and how to prevent data loss. Thanks again for coming on the show, Mike. Thanks for having me, Dylan. Really appreciate it. Now, listener, before I sign off, stop me if this sounds familiar. Your email marketing is stuck. You feel like you could be doing email better. You're not generating enough email revenue, and you feel like you're leaving money on the table. But you don't have the time to figure email out yourself or or do it on your own because you have a business to run. Imagine this. Imagine not having to worry about leaving money on the table with your email marketing. Imagine not having to figure out what to send, when to send it, how many emails should look, what automation you need, what segments you need, how often you should be contacting your email list, or just worrying about sending the next email. You don't have to worry about any of that. Imagine having peace of mind knowing that your email marketing is generating sales in good hands. At Wavebreak, we help Shopify stores maximize their email marketing revenue. That's it. We don't do anything else. And we've created a system called the Wavebreak method that, number one, makes you less dependent on Facebook or other marketing channels. Let's say something bad happens. Facebook says, see you later, Shopify store, and they just completely kill your ad traffic overnight. You you don't have to worry. You don't have to stress because you're good to go because you have a cushion of email revenue. You don't have to worry about how or what what your wife is going to do or if you're going to be able to make rent or if you're going to be able to pay people because you have this cushion of email revenue to rely on. Number two, the second thing this does is huge. And it's how stores scale from seven figures to eight figures uh, to nine figures. And the secret is repeat purchases. The Waybreak method gets rid of one-time buyers and increases repeat orders. Number three, it keeps your email list engaged. You don't have to worry about Black Friday and beyond. We'll figure out the ideal amount of times that your list needs to be contacted to maximize revenue. And then we'll execute it for you. If you want to learn more about this system and how we can work together to apply it to your business, go to wavebreak.co to schedule a call with me. And I'll personally send you my calendar link and we can chat one-on-one. Now, I don't have unlimited time to do these calls. I can only do a couple of them per week. So if you want to get your call, uh, go sign up at wavebreak.co for it as soon as possible and we can talk about how we can work together. Thanks for listening to this episode. Subscribe to the show on iTunes to get notified of new episodes as soon as they drop. 